Hey, MB. So quick question for you. In your entire life, have you ever had moments of feeling somewhat lost? Yes. Okay. Okay. What about, have you ever felt perhaps like too much choice, maybe overwhelmed with decision that seems like you can't get to your goals yet? Double yes. Double yes. What about, oh man, think about this one. Did you ever feel like you took a hard wrong turn? (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Okay. I think we're talking about our 20s. We've been there. We've been there. We felt all of this and we felt more and we created something for you. We created something for us. You guys, our online program, Seven Weeks to Bliss, not six, not eight, seven weeks. It integrates all of MB and my favorite tools to really actually feel empowered to make a decision, to get into our bodies and really get clear and design a life that really rocks our bliss. Join us this September for Seven Weeks to Bliss to intentionally carve out time for you. We are talking 90 minutes a week with the call and homework because you deserve it. It's so true. It's so true. We're like, oh, I'll do it later, but you won't. The time is now to really ask yourself, you guys, those real questions. And here's the thing. Don't let the questions linger. Allow yourself to answer them. Answer the big questions that you're wondering with the guidance and the delivery of our bliss tools to really support you in a radical community of women. During these transformational seven weeks, you'll receive a newly edited and updated seven weeks to bliss workbook, weekly videos, access to our private Facebook community, weekly calls with us, yoga practices, playlists, and more. So if you're ready, which we know you are, but check, you really go through your calendar, ask yourself, can I carve out 90 minutes for me? It's a commitment. And we do want you to finish. The last week is trust week. You got to make it to trust week. And so the registration is open now and we start September 4th. Let's go back to bliss school together. (laughs) I mean, we should start with laughter, right? Hi guys. I like how when we press record, it's like we hadn't been talking prior. Like, like it's a phone call. Like old like, school, hey. where we had the rotary phones, where remember you, do you remember where you'd put your finger in the dial and then go all the way around? And then if it got off and got yeah. stuck, you'd have to start over. I mean, I definitely like, just alienated at least one. 60% of our base. I did not have a rotary phone, but some places did. So you had to learn how to use them. But that's like, I think we were like pushing those out at our, at our. Did peak. I, did I have one? I must have. There's no way I would recall doing that. Call your mom. Call your I mom. think like call your I mom. Think, call your mom. I think like the church my mom taught dance in had it. So I had to learn how to use it. Call might mom. still pick, pick might still up. have it. Might still <laughs> <laughs> an antique. An antique. Yeah. I would say my first cell phone is definitely an antique at this point. It was one of those like really skinny God, what was it even? Maybe a Nokia. Nokia. Or Nokia. It was Nokia. beautiful. And it didn't do shit. All it did was call and text. Yeah, mine too. Did you have that worm game? There was like a nibbles like worm game you could play on it. Too. Oh yeah. yeah, the inchworm thing, right? Yeah, totally. That's hilarious. I actually think mine was like a rose goldish, or probably not rose gold because that wasn't in the in the game then. But it was something that I would use now. Yeah, I think silver and gold were pretty popular still as like baseline offerings. And then there was like a red, blue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Well, this isn't really where we plan to go with our podcast, but you know, that, that walk down memory lane, I've been really feeling it lately, especially after watching Stranger Things season three. I'm not watching it. Yes. Taking me back to the eighties. It's so good. You guys, please message me if you agree. So good. Oh my God. Yes. But we are kind of walking down memory lane because Jackie and I were talking. We're like, what do we want to talk about? We want to talk about our hell yeses. In life. Like all of life. Hell yeses in life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And this doesn't mean, at least on my behalf, my hell yes doesn't mean that there wasn't any fear around it. It was just a hell yes. Or that there wasn't like work to do. Like you didn't have to put effort in. Hell yes is... I think they get a little confused of like, it has to feel like bliss in my body. I don't think so. No way. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Sometimes I'll come across like a quote on Instagram or someone be talking about, they're like, well, if it's right, it's supposed to be easy. I was like, then nothing in my life has ever been right. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I do play with that. I I play with that. I let it be simple. In my marriage. Yeah. It can be simple, but I also think efforts required. Oh, not putting forth any effort. Then what is it? You know, yes. a snooze fest. Uh, a snooze yes. Fest. As our bliss crafter from our past retreats, Ali Sandbrook would say, Hundo P. Hundo P. 100%. Hundo P. 100%. <laughs> oh, geez. So, Jackie, oh. tell me, leave us off with a hell yes or two of your own. Okay. So, okay. So, I've been thinking, I've been trying to really rewind and go way back. Okay. Going way back, way back, way back, way back, way back. How far are you going back, Mary Beth? Like second grade? I'm there. Oh, it's second grade. A hell yes in second grade? I mean, my life was a hell yes in second grade. I mean, but life please. was a hell yes. Like, I remember, do you want to play kickball? Hell yes. But I didn't say hell because I was too nervous and, and you scared. Did not. You I'd get in big trouble. trouble. Big trouble. But do you want to play kickball? Yeah, totally. There was this boy in my grade named Colin, and I used to look back and like make eyes. I never talked to him again, prude, but that was a hell yes for me. Like, look back, be brave. Second hell grade yes. prude. I freaking hope you were a prude in second grade. Oh, but like silent, like that's it. I mean, through, you know, 10th grade. <laughs> <laughs> so that was like a fun, those were hell yeses. Like, do you want to play? Be brave. Look back at that blonde dude. And then I would say moving fast forward, like I, I probably didn't really, I want to be honest with you. And you tell me like, did you have a strong hell yes in high school? Oh my God. I was literally just thinking that that would be a hell no. I'm pretty sure. No, my, my high school experience was survival. I think that's more of how I you're in that mode. I think it's hard. Yeah. I think it's hard. Yeah. Because I was such a hell yes when I was younger. And I've talked about this in seven weeks to bliss for sure. I was very quirky. Very. I love that young, quirky human. And I really did not give an F what anyone thought. And I looked it. (laughs) (laughs) And I I mean, I wrote a little school newspaper from third grade on that I would write out. This was a hell yes for me. I would write it out handwritten, obviously. Then take it down and get it photocopied so I could go hand it out to every single kid in my grade. This might've even been from second grade on. I called everyone was the Gazette. So it was the second grade Gazette, third grade Gazette, fourth grade Gazette. And then around fourth grade, I realized that everyone thought I was a loser, but I still didn't care. Didn't care. 
I was a hell yes for my little newspaper. That's awesome. And I hit sixth grade, still photocopying, started to become aware that I was going to get tormented if I continued with my gazettes. Is it I mean, gazette-y? I was the original blog. I was the original. No, it's not gazette <laughs> <laughs> You oh see how cool I would have been getting Mary Beth's gazette I was at a dinner at oh after a Wanderlust festival, and I told someone that my husband used to live in Lacroix <laughs> instead of San Croix. Oh my god! Very different, but <laughs> similar moment of like, what isn't it Gazzetti? My husband used to live in Lacroix. What? Oh my god! What are you talking about? Oh my god, I wish I, I could edit that ass. out, but, but yes. I have to. I have to own it. I have to own it. I wish you would have been around for – oh, God, I would not let you edit that out. Come on. I know. You've talked about pregnancy farts. What do you care about the gazetti? I know. Well, that's a language thing, you know? Like, you have, we have grammar oh. things. We care. Oh, well. Gazetti it is. I, I pronounce every – I pronounce so many things wrong. It's hilarious. But, yes, so my gazette – and see, if you would have been around, it would have been helpful to have you there reading it and supporting me and elbowing people out of my way. I was a hell yes for support. I totally would have read your gazette. You were a hell yes for support in like the fifth and sixth grade? Oh, yeah. I was like, I've always been very inclusive. Like, whatever you're doing, like, I definitely, I have that empathy bone when like people felt like that moment you felt not cool. I would have hated that moment for you as a human, as your friend. Oh, Jackie. Yeah. That's really sweet. I hated that moment for me, too. Yeah, I'd like to bear yeah, hug the shit okay. out of that younger, younger version. Oh, you should do it. But moving on, I'll do it. Um, okay, so we had the Gazette High School, a bit of a blur. I don't know if our hell yes is super clear. I did though. I did. I did think back. There was this boy I dated, and he gave me cotton candy bubble yum through the hall, <laughs> and I was like, "This yeah. is it. This is my dude." And I was definitely a hell Whatever. yes. Yeah, forever. And, uh, you know, we were forever on and on and off again, <laughs> forever. But I was, I remember the hell yes at first, like really liking someone for the first time. You guys, this was like, I was, I think, Mary Beth, I was a sophomore in high school when I really liked someone for the first time. That was a hell yes for me. Yeah, me, me too. Around, I think freshman year, I really liked someone. Yeah. Loved what about college? Let's actually. move to college. Anything in there? College was a hell yes for me. Going to mm. you guys, I only went. I th- may have looked at Boulder, but I went to school at University of Iowa and Iowa City. It's where my dad went. A bunch of family went. It's four hours from where I grew up. I grew up in a little farm town, so going to Iowa City. And this is not to say I didn't get out. Like we had traveled a ton, and I I grew up like not not completely in a bubble by any means. And so, but going to Iowa city and knowing I could walk to a coffee shop, go sit in a park, like just the freedom of being in college was an absolute hell yes for me. And so was Iowa city. I, if anyone's listening who went to university of Iowa, I mean, I rarely meet anyone who didn't fall in love with it. It is a magical place. And so I, my college experience really with some major ups and downs was still a hell yes for me. Yeah. I really same. made the right decision going to that school. Same. And I, you know, you visit a lot of schools. I visited like three or four schools. One school in Louisiana gave me, well, LSU gave me a scholarship, but I stepped foot on. Really? In, oh yeah. 
I set foot though on Indiana University, Bloomington. I'll get a hell yes from my Hoosiers. Woo woo! <laughs> and uh, and yes, I worked at Village Jelly. In case you guys were wondering, I served those big ass pancakes so hungover. And and <laughs> when I stepped on that campus, it was a done deal. I was like, where do I sign? Yep, go ahead, mom. Put my deposit for the dorm. Yep, I'm in. And it was such a yes. I totally agree. College. Wait, the and she she was a. Uh... How'd your mom feel about you not taking a scholarship and going to another school? They were like, are you sure? But my mom went to IU, so she got it. So it was kind of like, you know, her alma mater and all my extended family lives in Indiana. They liked me being close to family. Yeah. That's why you have a luggage tag tattooed on your foot from getting lost. You are. In case you didn't know that about Jackie Carr. She has her grandmother's address tattooed on the top of her foot that says, if lost, please return to with her grandma's address in Terre Haute, which I definitely would have called it. I don't know. I actually don't know what I would have called it, but not Terre Haute. I no. wouldn't know how to pronounce that. No, so you're just, just calling it something crazy. But yes, I do have that. Because <laughs> I did get lost a lot in college. <laughs> so it was a hell yes to go to grandma's house. Oh my God. I wish Wait, that was on video. But grandma's house is like over the river and through the woods. Like I had the epitome grandma life. So I would get in my car or borrowed car, or beg someone to drive me for a weekend so I could do some laundry and be with my gram. So sweet. Mm-hmm. That would have been really nice. I probably could have used a couple of grandma weekends in college as well. Yeah, totally. So what about adult life though? So let's yeah. each give our top three hell yeses from let's say 25 on 25. Okay. You go first. Well, what were you thinking? Oh yeah. I think that's good. I like that 25 marker. Maybe tw- I'll go to probably 24. <laughs> so specific. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even handle it. Oh, okay. If you'd like to go to 24, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, fine. I'll start. So, Okay. <laughs> So after college, I packed up and moved my sweet Jetta because I know y'all had a Jetta and I drove to LA and, oh man, that was another crazy couple of years. Oh my God. I have never pictured that in my mind. And that is crazy. Yeah. You, were you by yourself? No, my dad drove with me. Your dad came. Of course he did. Of I course know. He did. Me and dad road Jack. tripped from, from Bloomington, Indiana Oh my God. My dad's friend owned a house in LA. You're, I don't even know if you know this, Mary Beth. Four doors down was Kanye's house. Kanye West. Oh yeah. Yep. I did. And so it was like this tiny tree house, but like in these hills of LA and they let us live there to get on our feet for like $0. No, it was like a couple dollars, but nothing. You compared. and Alex, right? Me, Alex, and then my friend Zoe, but she never lived there. She just paid rent, which was awesome. Thanks Zoe. But I, I, I miss you. Wait, paid rent, but it was free. What kind of like tiny thing rent. were you running, Jackie? Tiny rent. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, we caught her on audio admitting that she's a slumlord. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in the a hills. con artist, maybe in not hill. a slumlord, a con artist. Oh my a con God. artist. Oh, this house was insane. It looked like it was going to fall off the side of mountain, which was awesome. But anyways. So we moved there. I go through a couple jobs. Um, I worked uh, literally like the entourage life, like as an assistant in LA, um, in Hollywood. And then I moved into PR and I tried, Oh, I tried. And I felt uncomfortable. Talk about really listening to your body and your hell. No, all the things felt wrong. 
However, my friend and I ran a full marathon. I needed something to focus on on the weekends. I can't say the full marathon was a hell yes, but I'm so glad I did it. It was so hard. But we went to Lululemon after to do a free yoga class. Christina Gong took me, introduced me to the brand, never heard of it. This was before Lululemon was like what it is now. And I looked around. Oh, yeah. I got on the website when I got home. That was a hell yes for me. Leave your job. Downloaded the manifesto. Oh, yeah. And Download, wrote down their values. The probably wanted to get those tattooed oh, as well. And um, applied immediately. Before I even had the job, I put in my two weeks at my PR job. My, pa- <laughs> my parents were like, what the hell? And uh, I, went, <laughs> I went and slang spandex, sold some, some uh, retail. And uh, that was a hell yes. But so that was my first hell yes of going against the grain and listening to my body when everyone else said no. Everyone said no. Oh my God. That is insane. Well, well, we do have to look at our dates and see when we both started. That was 24. Because that's my hell yes too. <gasps> Tell me. Okay. And I was 25. No, 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 no. I would have been 24 as well. Crazy. Yeah. So, so I, uh, while I was in, while I was at University of Iowa, I did two internships. One was at Jane Magazine in New York City, and after that, I got another one in National Geographic Traveler. And these were like two insanely big yeah. magazines to get internships at. Having gone to journalism school, I hustled in journalism school, and I was really proud of myself. So I got this job at National Geographic. Um, I really didn't want to leave Iowa City. I really wasn't ready. Like I wasn't ready to leave my family. I didn't feel super connected to DC um, when I was interning there, just where I lived and all of that. And I knew I didn't like being in a desk, but to go to journalism school and then say, Hey, yeah, national geographic. No, I think I'm going to stay in Iowa for another (laughs) year, (laughs) take creative writing classes. I mean, I get it. It would have been challenging for my parents to understand that. So I took the job. I moved there. I I met lots of wonderful people. I did have some great experiences there, but I knew I wasn't meant to be at a desk and I fell madly in love with yoga. And same thing, I walked into a showroom in Georgetown. Uh there was this like amazing there were all these candles lit. Yeah. It was super it was like when they first started. Totally. They had the manifesto on the wall and I went on the website. I mean exact same thing, Jackie. I really wonder, like, was it at the exact same time? I could see that for us for sure. Oh, totally. And um same thing. Went and put in my notice, worked, I think I was just a part-time, I don't know. I don't know what I was in the beginning, but it was a hell yes for me. And leaving my job, people, same thing as Jackie, people thought I was insane yeah. to leave National Geographic to go work at a retail store. And, you know, um, but people don't understand. Like, Lululemon is such an education in business. It's not working retail. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so that was definitely a hell yes for me. And that hell yes was brought me to my second hell yes. Tell me. Tons, I guess. Do it. It moved me to LA. Oh yeah. So, and that's how Jackie and I met was because I worked for Lululemon. I then moved to Los Angeles and that's where Jackie and I became frenemies. Listen to episode one ever. Yeah. The first ever podcast. If you haven't heard the frenemy thing. You could probably I, say I that we met safe, and it was a hell no. Friends. Yeah. It was a hell no. It was a hell no that became a hell yes, but I've had some of those. Um, 
Yeah. So it moved me out here and on it's been 10 years that I've lived out here in just a couple of weeks. Wow. So pretty insane. I know. It's a long time. We met 10 years ago, Jackie. So cool. That's crazy. I know. That's so true though. A decade ago. That's so true. It does feel like it though when you really look at all that's happened. It has been a decade and then some. That was such a big year, by the way. I think that was like, what was that, 24 into 25? Or when did you, what, how old were you when you moved to LA? 25, right? I think I turned 25. Yeah, no, I was 25. I was 25. I turned 26 once I got here. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. Chris and I are coming up on like, we've been dating for 10 years in life. It's pretty fun. Wow. Yeah, big pivot. Matt and I are right behind you since then. I know. So, okay, wait, this is such a cool pivot because I do feel we were talking about how me and Mary Beth at first were a hell no, which of course now we're a hell yes. And we do say it, we remind ourselves often. And I know you're probably thinking I'm going to say Chris, but I'm not. I think people can be a hell yes. There was a moment working at Lululemon when Suzanne Conrad, my teacher, my coach, my mentor walked in the door. Oh man, she came in with the fury. And she had the title, Mary Beth, that you know this, Director of Possibility. And that was a hell yes for me. All of it was a hell yes. Her personality, (laughs) the work that she did, where she lived in Santa Monica, up this cute hill with a dog and her kids, her job title, like everything about her was a hell yes for me. And it really actually showed me a new path in life that I'd never seen before. And I think that's pretty cool that people Mm -hmm. can be a hell yes for you. And and she still is such a cool hell yes for me. I've worked with her now, well, for 10 years. And that was a big hell yes that came right after the the one to work at Lululemon. So that was cool that they kind of doubled down right there, back to back. I like that one. Yeah, that is really cool. That is really cool. All right, guys. So tune in for more hell yeses on the last episode. <laughs>